welcome to <laughs> this is only your life that's sarcastic <laughs> meaning it's it's only your fucking life who gives a shit um no big deal overcoming the bullshit to open your heart and mind with janice corsano and holly corsano in this episode who knows but each person is on their own path and it's up to us to you know work on making it better and to work on our stuff and to work on evolving in a into you know more of a loving you know unconditional loving which we're not there yet even close in unconditional loving for ourselves and for others the interesting part is that with all the stress in the way that that last year was and the time going so fast it was very hard to get anything done and then you started to get you know like the energy was so intense and sad and there were so many things happening and we're still going to have a bunch of that but hopefully we can come together more because you saw a lot of that too you saw a lot of people coming together when you know bad things would happen and now we're seeing things you know work towards change Hey, house. I guess we're gonna try that again. So we were we recording were, the podcast on. Oh, happy New Year! We were recording the podcast, and the wind blew really hard, and it knocked our power out and deleted everything. That we, had gotten. <laughs> we were probably 20 minutes into the podcast, so hopefully everything we can uh, remember comes back here. <laughs> or not? <laughs> or not? Yeah. It said that it auto-saved, but it didn't auto-save because it was, it was <laughs> lies. <laughs> Happy New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year! This seems to be how the New Year's starting. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah, it's wacky. Yeah, no, it's wacky, but yeah, we were talking about... Yeah, technology's having struggles. Technology's having struggles. Well, we're all having struggles still, but because they're so extreme. Like, remember we were talking about there's no middle? Right. And what I was actually saying, like, um, earlier in the pot... The podcast that we just got deleted yeah. um, was about the change of the energy. And we're saying that the energy feels a little bit different because we have all the planets now since the second um, going direct, which means movement. So at least things will start moving. And then we had, you know, after Mercury retrograde happened, after um, Christmas, um, you know, like it started before Christmas, it started going direct. But it takes a while for it to really move. So this week we're still in the, we're just getting over the shadow period. Which is good. And then I think we had, when the year changed, so it's a 2018 year, instead of last year was a one year, which is a very tumultuous one. And I was saying, like, some people, you know, got a lot of um, growth last year. I mean, not necessarily the easy way, because there was no easy, it didn't seem like easy way was a, a thing last year. Right. But there was so much, you know, change in, and abruptness. And But it was about self and, and learning, and which didn't make for much cooperation. This year, because it's an 11 year, which is an 11-2 year, 11 is a master number, which is more in the enlightenment. So in the enlightenment part, that's so that we can go to the higher vibration and, you know, grow more. And the two year is about the working together, you know, like more of like the team, like the partnership. So hopefully this year, and we have some of the planets working a little bit more in our favor of, of that, like, well, there's going to be a problem but we're going to give you some energy to try to help fix the problem, <laughs> you know, like to, to kind of give it a little bit more balance because we have no middle. Like it, everything's extreme. There's no middle. It hasn't, we haven't had it seem like a middle for freaking ever now. So in that, the idea would be it's the energy feels a little bit different. And you were saying you aren't as stressed. And then right. we were, la I was laughing because you go, well, I'm supposed to be stressed. And I'm like, wait, that's not. The well, let me, I'll let me re-say what I said now is, um, 
so I have a production that's starting um, on the 19th, and I only have one prep day that I allotted myself for. It's uh, on the 18th. And my mom's smart watch is yelling at her. <laughs> no, it just I just hit it accidentally. Oh. And it thinks I'm going to run. <laughs> uh, that's definitely a lie. <laughs> no, I'm always running around. Yeah. But I'm not going to run. And no. it's going ready, set, like it's going, giving me the ready, set, go. I'm like, I'm, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> that metaphor for what's happening today, I don't even know. Anyway, so, um, so I, I've only given myself just because I have other projects and jobs and things coming up, um, like back-to-back, I only have one prep day in between big jobs, which is, um, it should be more stressful. I, I think I should feel more stressed about it, but I'm not that stressed about it. I don't know why I'm not that stressed about it, um, because there's a lot of things that need to happen in that one day. And normally she'd be very stressed about it. Yeah. So yeah, and she was telling me that yeah. that she's supposed to be, and I'm like, why would you supposed to be? Yeah, I said I'm supposed to be more stressed because I have, um, you know, I have all this, I have all this back to back work that I have to do, and no prep days with the exception of this like one day, and I'm like, I don't know if any of the actors need like, because I have to like do any like wig fittings or I don't know anything about I don't even clear I don't know anything about anything. I know I actually know nothing and I only have a couple days before I start um a job this coming week. So I like I can't do any pre prep for my prep day. So now I'm just like, okay, well hopefully um hopefully I can get everything done in the time, you know, in that one day. But we know how time goes lately where, you know, we have half a day instead of a full day. So. But what's interesting is the idea that that, that thing needs to go, like we were talking about, like, you know, things are, are breaking so that they can be changed and fixed. And we have been trying to control everything for, you know, our whole lives because it makes us feel safe. Like we, the m- more we can control something or try to figure it out, the easier it is for us to try to get it done. And there's certain things that we can, you know, control, but mostly it's ourself. You know, like, and the idea of the only thing you really have control over is the way you react to something. Right. But we don't tend to go by that. We try to control our environment and everything around it. And what we've noticed is that that keeps getting taken out of our hands. It's like, nope, guess what? You can't control any of this shit. You keep trying to put that like that, and then something else happens, and then you that goes out the window. And we get very stressed about that because the things that we're trying to get done and the other things that then pop in and they're, and they're all extreme. Everything's extreme. It's like you're running, you're rushed, you're overwhelmed, you're stressed. And we're not supposed to be stressed. And it's more like, so how do we relax into, and like you're saying, the nice thing about the energy right at this moment, and you know, I can tell you, and I'm not, and I'm not even going to tell you, this year is going to be better. Who effing knows? (laughs) You know? Because yeah, it's, better it, than what? What does that even mean? Right. What better than better, better than last year? Better than the freaking year before that? Who knows? But each person is on their own path, and it's up to us to you know work on making it better and to work on our stuff and to work on evolving in a into you know more of a loving you know unconditional loving, which we're not there yet, even close, in unconditional loving for ourselves and for others. The interesting part is that with all the stress and the way that that last year was and the time going so fast. It was very hard to get anything done, and then you started to get, you know, like the energy was so intense and sad, and there were so many things happening, and we're still going to have a bunch of that, 
but hopefully we can come together more because you saw a lot of that too. You saw a lot of people coming together when, you know, bad things would happen. Mm -hmm. And now we're seeing things, you know, work towards change, you know, like with all the stress and the way that, that last year was and the time going so fast, it was very hard to get anything done. And then you started to get, you know, like the energy was so intense and sad and there were so many things happening and we're still going to have a bunch of that, but hopefully we can come together more because you saw a lot of that too. You saw a lot of people coming together when, you know, bad things would happen. Mm -hmm. And now we're seeing things, you know, work towards change. You know, like we're seeing with the, the sexual harassment stuff, you know, people are coming together and trying to do something to change it. So all those things, you know, hopefully start to come together more this year as more of a team, like working towards something. But I don't think that the idea, and that's the thing that we're talking about, like our normal beliefs and our normal programs that we, you know, are not aware of that we do every day because we're so used to doing them that are, you know, have been programmed in us since the day we, you know, got here, we tend to not be aware of them. And those are the things that are coming in our face more. Those are the things that are stressing us out. It's like we don't have control over any of that. Like you try to get to work and you, you know, do your normal thing that you normally do doing and then there's a traffic jam or there's, there's an accident and it's like every day. Or it's like now you gotta leave, you know, like two oh, hours yeah. before, or now I you gotta. I sat in traffic, parked. My car was parked for two and a half hours on New Year's Eve. So entering and in January one, the first, you know, three hours of January first with me parked in a car. <laughs> on the highway. On the merit. Yeah. Which is part of the. I think that's the reminder of. I think we're going to need patience. Now, it was really cold, cold, because we've been in, you know, the tundra. Um, and then we had that, um, what do they call it, a bombastic storm? I've never even heard the Is that term. what they said? Yeah, they called it, like, some kind of bombastic storm. Bombastic? Yeah. It was like a boombastic, bombastic. I don't know how they even said it. but um, And it was so intense, you know, that Florida got all up the whole coast, got, you know, like six inches of snow. And then we got, you know, like 13 or 14 inches. But what was interesting about that is the extreme of our weather. I mean, we're in, like, it's going to be, I don't know, minus something today. Is that it? Is, oh, good. Yeah, with the wind chill. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be minus something. And then tomorrow, I think it's also supposed to be, like, I think today and tomorrow are, like, going to be the coldest, like, almost, like, record-setting cold temperatures. And this has been going on with us being in the, the tundra, I don't know, for at least 10 days now. We're living in space now, didn't we? <laughs> this is outer space. <laughs> Well, wherever we're living, it doesn't feel like it's um, anything that's more like a balance. It feels like it's more of an extreme because then it'll be 50. <laughs> it's like 50 or 20 below. It's it's not anywhere in the middle. It doesn't seem to. And if it gets in the middle for five minutes, it changes. And it's like, well, no, we're going to do 50. And then you're doing 20 below, you know, because this whole cold snap that we've had has been interesting. And like I always tell you guys. We affect the weather. You know, our emotions, we're all, it's all tied together. And if you look at all the stuff that's been going on, it's like, wow, you could see it in the world. Like, even if you don't talk to anyone, just the way that the energy feels, you could feel the extremes. Everything's very extreme. Um, so as we were saying, like, your stress, like, the idea, and that's mm -hmm. the thing that needs to change. It's like, so we need to, you know, we're being stressed and pushed and pulled, and, and, and it almost feels like you stretch so far that you break, you know? And it's like, right. okay, well, you break, and then what? Well, I kind of feel, too, there's, you know, you can kind of stick with what you feel is, like, what you know already, which is the overwhelmed and running around and, like, feeling, you know, like you're doing too many things and you can't get everything done that you wanted to do. And, you know, because 
even though that's unpleasant, it's comfortable because you're used to it type of thing. And that's what I'm feeling like I'm getting frustrated with doing because I don't like that as my norm. And I think that's true for everyone. That's where the frustration and the aggravation and the anger comes in because we're doing that. And that's kind of what the point is. It's like, I think it's trying to tell us to stop doing that, which it's been doing for a long time, but we are fighting. (laughs) Well, the other thing, too, is, you know, if you try your best to do something, whether you're full of anxiety or you're not full of anxiety, your best is still your best. So for some reason, I don't know why. That's not good enough for us. I don't know (laughs) why. If you are doing something your best, but you're not anxious, it doesn't feel like you tried your hardest which you know what I mean like why do you have to push yourself well that's in the but that's in the um in the caring department you know like the idea that we should worry about somebody and we should worry about this or that's in the well if you don't worry then you don't care right you know, like then then you're doing it wrong because if somebody's not feeling well or somebody's sick and you go um I'm really worried about you you're basically saying because I care about you Right. Well, that means I care about you so much because... Because I'm taking my time and energy to worry. Right. Well, because if my mom's really sick, I tend to exit. Yeah. Exit stage right and she leaves you there. (laughs) Because that shows I care so much that I'm willing to not feel anxious about the other person. No, that's not actually (laughs) what that is. That's her PTSD and her fear. But um, the way that that works is it would be like the idea of when you really care about someone then you must worry instead of it being like because I really care about you I'm concerned about what's happening but I'm gonna work on sending you what you need instead of sending you more worry right because the energy of putting more worry out there is probably not a good idea so we're going to give you more of the healing we're going to give you you know so I'm going to concentrate and focus on because I care so much about you focus on your healing focus on you getting well focus on the the, the things that you need to happen, not the worry. But since we have worry and caring as a companion, worry would then be, when do we not care about? We care about a lot of things, and we care about a lot of people. So that idea, and even if we have a few people we care about, there's still something going on with everybody all the time now. Okay, so how do you show if someone thinks that if you're not worried, that you don't care, how do you, like... Do you shake them? Like, how do you, like, make them understand that just because you're not worried about them does not mean you don't care? Well, we need to use other words. Like, we need to, like, change worry um, because that's really what we're talking about. We're afraid. You know, we're afraid something's going to happen and because we don't know what's going to happen, so then we get nervous and scared. But the idea that instead of us saying, like, okay, I can't control this, but the thing that I can control is what I'm going to send out to you so that if we're sending, if we're all sending the same type of energy that, you know, and, and as being like people that can manifest things that we're actually sending you love and healing because you don't want to bring people down. You don't want to give them more of the same thing they're already feeling. Right. We're already all scared. So mm-hmm. we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if you're going to be okay. We don't. And that's where all the fear comes in. So if we're going like, okay, let's, let's all get together and send more healing and love and whatever is in the highest and greatest good. And a lot of times, you know, that isn't what we want. But us worrying about it certainly isn't going to help us. And it doesn't make it change. Well, it's a waste of Well, it's a waste brain. of our... It's, it's a waste productive. of our... Yeah, and it's a waste of our... The energy to manifest something better. Like, if we're going to take that energy and put it towards because I love you so much that 
I'm going to be worried about you, and I'm going to give you all of this energy that's fearful too. So I'm just filling you with more fear. And then the other person, a lot of times the person will be, because they don't want people to be afraid either. They don't want people. So then they'll have to work really hard on making sure that you're okay. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, are you, okay, they could see it in other people and how scared they are and how worried they are. So then they have to work on, instead of working on trying to heal. So mm-hmm. if we're working towards and using that energy to manifest something that's let's, let's change, because we need to change the words of worry and um, fear into something that is better. And that's where our faith, belief, and trust comes in that's been being tested. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so many people have said, like, if this is what's happening, you know, then the way that people are leaving and, you know, like, you know, like Nicole and, you know, mm-hmm. passing. And I can't even believe that's coming up to almost a year, which doesn't, it seems insane. Um, and how, you know, horrific and, and instant and out of nowhere, you know, that happened. I know, it's so crazy. It's intense. It's like you still can't wrap your head around it. No. It's you know it but doesn't yeah. even seem real. No, it doesn't seem real. It's wild to know that she's not on the earth. Well, I mean, she is. I mean, you can still feel her, but well, she's not on the earth in the same in way. The same body, yeah. Yeah, and that's you know that's very difficult and and very hard and and that whole thing. Like when people talk about grief, um, the thing that I always know because I work with a lot of people in grief is everyone has a different process. You need to respect that that's their process and it's okay and that any feelings that you're having are perfectly fine. Is there a thing that happens to us and most of the time it's shock in the first year. It's you, you know, you're just trying to get through each day and as you do, trying to figure out how you live your life differently without that person and especially if that person was with you all the time, you know, like with Auntie Holly. Right. You know, that's a that's a very difficult thing to do because it wasn't a choice that you made. You know, if we end a relationship, then we make the choice. If we didn't want to end a relationship and it ends, it, we do the same thing because right. it's still loss. And that's one of the things that we're experiencing a lot of loss. You know, like if we look at everything, it feels like it's a loss, mm-hmm. you know, because we didn't make the choice to do it. But with Nicole, that was the same type of thing. You know, it's a it's a major loss. And then how do you go and do each day? without this person and then how do you even grasp that like in our minds and our bodies so that they can protect us so that we don't actually you know die ourselves is to kind of shut down in a way that goes into shock so that we could kind of slowly build back into okay and then that's where our faith belief and trust has to come in to try to get us like okay there's a reason for this and I always know there's a reason for something I don't necessarily know what the reason is but if you, it's interesting, but that faith is so strong that I know that there's a reason. I'm not happy <laughs> about it, but I know there's a reason. And that helps in some way to know that, like, nothing happens for no reason. And a lot of times it starts to feel like it these days because so much is happening. Mm-hmm. And that's why in, in trying to change everything, the way that we do it and the way that we look at stuff, that we actually have way more that we actually can control in ourselves and the way that we look at stuff. And just like you said, you're running around, I'm running around. It's like, no, they're trying to tell you, stop that. Like, this isn't, right. that doesn't work. What are you doing? And they're making it so we can't actually do it. It's like, we don't even have the time to do it. So what's freaking important? You know, and then you come down to what is important and what ends up being important. Well, it seems to be spending the time with the people that you really care about. Right. And what do we have time for now? Not that. <laughs> You know, you get to spend less time with the people that you care about because you're running around crazy, and then when you get that time, you're exhausted, tired, so. What is this whole, like, 
you have to do the things you're supposed to do before you can do anything that you want to do. Like, why are they different things, and who is the person deciding what is the priority? That got set up a long time ago, because think about how we were taught. It's like, that's being responsible, right? So the idea of being responsible would say, like, all right, well, if you're being responsible, then you have A, B, and C that needs to get done. Mm -hmm. So if you don't do A, B, and C, that reflects on you being a good person or a bad person. Right. You know, like a capable person or a not capable person. So instead of it being like our worth, because it's a way that, that we say, like, are you, are you being responsible? Are you being capable? Are you being accountable? And we made up what those were. You know, like we figured out what those were. And then we made those be the things that have to get done. Now, there are things that have to get done. I mean, you don't pay your light bill. You're not going to have any lights. Right. Yeah. You know, there's things that you have to do certain things. But the way that we prioritize things or the way that we made them as if they had to be so difficult or hard or that that those things couldn't actually be easy and stuff we could do way easier and more fun. And a lot of times, if you don't do it that way, you feel like you're not being a good person. It's like, I'm fucking up. I didn't do A, B, and C. I didn't do this, this, and this. That's where, like, our perception and changing it, and I don't mean so that we turn into a a bunch of irresponsible people. It's Mm -hmm. more the idea that you still have, there's certain things that we have to get done. It's the way that we feel about them. And what that means if we can't. So say today I can't get to do the bills. And today is the day, like whatever day is, I think it's Friday. It's one of the days that um, I do bills. So, yes, if I can't get to do the bills today, is that going to make me feel like, see, you fucked up the whole day. Right. And no, it's not. It'll be like, well, all right, I guess I'll have to do them tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But if there's certain things that you have to pay, otherwise you're going to get charged, then you're like, okay, that has to be more of a priority. Oh, you mean like my sale tax? Yeah, like those things. That I haven't paid yet. Yeah, those I things. Have a late fee on now. Right, but those types of things. But I'm not a bad person. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a thing that makes us feel like we're stupid or we're irresponsible or we, you know, like, what's wrong with us? We should have been able to get that done. Right. And there's money other stuff things. Money stuff is being weird. Yeah, money stuff is another weird. It's it's been a, it's been weird for for quite a while now. And this abundance thing is a real tough one. It is very very strange. Yeah, so yours is doing some. Mine is doing some weird stuff right now. I don't know why. So it's like. Kind of just floating around like well, te- well, technology, you know, and and you know, if you look at like the Bitcoin and all that, we don't even know what that is. It's like a made up thing, right? Sony made it up. I don't even know what it does. Yeah. I mean, someone made up a currency. So if you start to think about money in itself, it's apparently made up. You know, because Bitcoin is something that, as far as I know, somebody made it up, and then it became something a value, right? So somebody gave it a value. Someone made it up and turned it into something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know how it works, but mm-hmm. it's something about ledgers. I'm like, I've listened to a couple people try to explain it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm like, do you even know what it is? Who made this and what is it? <laughs> like, but the fact that it's now worth, you know, and it keeps going all over the place because people don't have a freaking clue what the hell that is. Mm-hmm. Um, now worth, um, we'll say, I think it went up to 18,000 uh, Bitcoin per one per one and then it went down to 12 and then because it's that big of a you know up and down all over the place when back in like then early was, 2000 wasn't it like ten dollars for one or I something? think yeah it was it was yeah ten it was less than that it, it was a dollar there was a person that you know they were talking about that oh, bought, anyway, whatever. that bought them and they were like a dollar but I'm like what are you buying like is it is it can you take because they were saying well can I take it to the bank? You know, can I take my Bitcoin? I don't even know where he is. Do you, do you have some in your hand? I don't even know yeah, what they look like. So I'm like, can you take it to the bank? And they said, no. Well, they said, well, soon. Well, 
wait a minute, who's making this up? So interestingly, somebody made that up and then it turned into something of value and then more people got interested in it and added more value and most people don't have a clue what it is. They just know in their mind, it's like, ooh, all these people are making money off of something that we don't right. know what it is. Like, Get in early, it. jump it. That's why it's actually going up. Right. Now that whole thing could fall apart and it'd be like, and then they're going to start putting regulations on it because there isn't, you know, all the stuff and, and people won't, then they'll be like, nope, we're not taking that. Or, you know, it, they will. It's a, it's a whole like, who knows? It's, it's a whole setup of like you understanding money as somebody made that up. So we had something to give and it's really energy. It's like something to give for something to receive. It's like, okay, so I'm going to give you, and it used to be, you know, spices or, you know, mm-hmm. garter, you know, we would do this and you do this. I will trade you one cow <laughs> right. for this thing. I will trade you one cow for three magic beans. <laughs> you know, that's how that worked, wasn't it? You isn't want it? to marry my kid? Give me cows. <laughs> isn't that the, the Jack and the Beanstalk story? Uh, you got three magic beans? Something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. And then he, you know, got to the... But yeah, oh yeah, but so the money thing is peculiar because... You don't remember Jack and the Beanstalk? I don't remember the storyline. Oh, okay. I just know that... You did get There's that. a stalk that gets tall on buttons <laughs> for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> he traded three beans, I mean a cow, for three magic beans. And everyone went, are you, what are you, nuts? And he planted the beans and then grew this stalk, you know, this all the way up to this whole other realm, which he then climbed up and then was, there was the giant, but there was all this gold. So he went to go take the gold and, you know, it's an interesting story, mm-hmm. but the point of it being like, what are you, an idiot? You bought three. So Bitcoin is like that now. People are saying like, so what were you, an idiot? You bought three magic coins uh, or, you know, you bought three magic beans and, oh yes, now those magic beans are worth all this money. Um, who fucking who really knows what the hell it is? But it, the point of it has much more to do with the idea that it's made up. Somebody made this up, right. which they made up all of it to begin with. Isn't everything that we do made up? Yes, that's why I'm that's saying. That's what I'm it. saying. Like anything that we do is made up. Like the fact that we're like podcasting is some weird thing that someone made up. They're like, all right, let's do like we a- could do this now. Yeah. But our technology, you know, is able to do that now. Right. Well, but wait though. And I was actually saying this to my friend the other day. I was texting her because she was like, oh, I'm feeling stressed about this thing. And, you know, it, I thought that this was going to go that way and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, um, the fact that you can create anything that you want to, just start doing the thing that you want to do. And then you're doing it. And then, you know, like, just do it. I don't understand why you, if you're, you know, if you want to do this certain thing. So, you know, just make it up. Like, you're going to make up some other thing anyway. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if we're making up stuff, and that's how we create, because we make up the negative. Mm-hmm. Like, we're trying to always fix a problem. Right. Right? So we go to the negative. It's like, there's a problem. Instead, like, okay, how do I change this? How do I make it better? Right. Well, it's easier to make up a negative thing, because, you know, why, why, would it, why would the thing that you actually really like to do that seems like a quote-unquote dream... Yeah, this whole dream thing is yeah, kind of yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, the word dream is weird. Cause it's like if you like are making a dream board or you have a dream to do something, doesn't that word dream automatically mean it's unattainable because it is a dream and dreams are not real? Well, if you believe that, and we've right. been taught that. Correct, right. You know, so, to me, the idea of having a dream is that's the thing that the goal that you're working towards. Right, yeah, <laughs> so dream and goal should be synonymous. Yeah, not a know? dream, meaning like unobtainable. Right. It's to me like uh, the idea of having, it's uh, to me more of a dream is a goal. 
Right, but not to a lot of people. People will be like, oh, let's make my, let's make a dream board. And then, like, for me, a dream board is, like, I'm going to put this stuff down on a poster. You know, I'm going to cut out images of things that are on my dream board because I, you know, am expecting these things to happen. And if I, you know, put it down, like, on a hard copy thing, it's easier to manifest and then I can see it. Right. That's what it's for. Right. It's so that you can see your intentions that you set that you're working towards. Yeah. It's like giving, it's a help reminder. You know, it's yeah, a nice it's reminder. A, it's a reminder board. It's a goal board. It's like a, it's like a, hey, universe, these are the things that I, like, am telling myself that, you know, I, I would like to, you know. That I'm working on manifesting. And, and here, universe, help me to help me, help me to help me stay focused on manifesting mm-hmm. these things. So I'm going to try to get in the way of myself, and I'm going to apparently believe that it's just made up and it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's right. not possible. But that's what I mean, like, a lot of times, that's why I always ask people what that means to them. A dream. Well, whatever word. Yeah. Because it's, like, vulnerable. You know, we talk about vulnerable, and people think that's weak. And to me, it's strong and courageous, because to be vulnerable... Vulnerable, I think. Vulnerable, to me, means you let your guard down. Right. That's what that word means to me. And to me... Not that it doesn't have a negative or positive connotation. It just means that you're, like, revealing your true self. And the idea that a lot of people take vulnerable as a weakness, like you're then letting your guard down, which would be like then letting people see you and then they can take advantage of you because they've been hurt before, you know, so then I'm not going to be vulnerable again. I'm not going to let people do that. And to me, it's like, well, wait a minute. Vulnerable feels like you'd have to be strong and courageous because, yeah, that may have happened. But if you do it again, does that mean that same thing's going to happen? Because if you don't do it, then you're not going to experience letting people in, you know, so there's. It takes a lot of strength and courage when it's your heart's been broken to actually open your heart up again mm-hmm. to go and try to do something that you think is going to be the same that can be different. Because why, we tend to think that it'll be the same. Why are people afraid to feel pain, do you think? Just because cause, because it's like, here's the thing. If you're already going to sink yourself into, you know, crap anyway, what's the difference? Like, you're not protecting yourself any by not letting yourself feel good things for fear that pain will then happen after, if you're already going to believe that you can't get your dream... Oh, you know what I mean? It's like backwards. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right, but that's what I mean. So we'll, Because we feel like we suffer less if we, we're used to the pain we're in, and that feels easier than to have to have our hopes up. It's yeah. like, it's so like you know, setting the bar and then going like, okay, so if I don't set it too high, I can't fail. So you're going to wait, but you're going to mentally think yourself into a stuck spot mm-hmm. which is the same exact thing as emotionally not allowing yourself to feel good things like why think about it for a second because it feels easier because you're used to that and the other thing that you suffered was way much harder it would felt it felt like it was going to kill you so it's like well you know which what would be easier no I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> Well, in these days, these days, the extreme is, you know, it's extreme. It's like it's going to feels like it's going to kill you and you're not going to survive it or it feels great. So you've got it feels great. Well, we don't want to feel great because we know that the shoe's going to drop and then we're going to feel miserable. So there's no middle. It's not like you just can't feel bad or you just can't have emotion and it'd be like, oh, it's right. no, it's extreme. Right. But it's like, but whether it's extreme or not extreme, like I kind of see, I see emotion as like a connective circle mm-hmm. so like really really like strong hate and really really strong love are next to each other because right. they're both like the 
they're the same thing. The red line. <laughs> they're both the red line emoting like, ah, you know, it's just one has a super intense, like, heart feeling and one has a super intense, like, you know. Well, it's still a heart feeling. But it's a heart, it's a heart, yeah, it's a heart feeling, but one's a really strong negative, one's a really strong positive. Well, that's why they say that the, you know, the um, opposite of, of love is apathy, where people don't care anymore. Right. It's not hate. No, exactly. If you still love, if you yeah, right. Because if you hate, then you love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they're they are ultimately the the same amount of like energy. 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 Yep. Yeah, the same amount of energy. It's just different feelings. But mm-hmm. so, you know, I forget. I forget. Like, I forget what my point was now because I was just I was just so stuck in that. But what the well, that it seemed like you were talking about the idea that we wouldn't even bother anymore to try to feel something. You know, like if we're ta- we were talking about vulnerable and like the idea of vulnerable would be strong and courageous, like trying something again after it really hurt, you know, and yeah, being open well, again. So the thing is, though, is like if your emotions are in this like wheel of, you know, extreme versus not extreme. And that's where our emotions are. They're in the extreme. Right. Yeah. Well, because no, it's like I'm seeing it as like the top part of the wheel is love and hate, you know, and the bottom part is like not caring and having no anything, then everyone's living, like, on this top half of this circle here. And going and dropping to the not caring because there's so much emotion that it's like, I can't care anymore. But it's not, it's the wrong thing they're letting go of. It's like letting go of life instead of letting go of the emotion that says it has to be bad or good. Right. Yeah, they're letting go of, uh, they're just, like, feeling defeated and deflated instead of, and it's letting easy to the do. Feeling go, they're letting the they're letting the drive go. Right, and it's really easy to do these right. days. It's a hard like right. that's the thing that we're learning. Like what we're talking about is what we're learning to actually see it differently, to have a different perception, and to do something different. Well, actually, though, now that you're saying that too, is like 2018 feels like a very different perception to me. Mm-hmm. Even though, even though, so 2017 for me personally was um, had a lot of hard things happen and I felt like I was very much um I felt like I couldn't see clear and things it was like very clouded it kind of felt like I couldn't push past any one particular thing and make any like and that was actually true you know what I mean like that's actually true like certain like depending on what you're working on we couldn't push past like we were stuck in that and it was like we had to deal with that and feel that and and let ourselves actually kind of recover from it and work on it and look at different perceptions. Right. And here's a different right. energy yeah. that like feels like you could right. move. Well, so 2017 for me felt like I was seeing things at mouse eye view, meaning like if I'm on like point A and I want to get to point C, I can only see point B because it's blocking point C. But But 2018 for me feels like bird's eye view, where it's like I know... That I'm at point A, but because I'm above everything that I'm trying to get done, I can see point A and point and B. B and point C because I'm, you know, it's just it's just like the viewpoint changed and it feels a little easier. Even though I'm standing in the same spot, the perception's different because it's clearer because I'm not feeling blocked. Right. And that's what was happening a lot last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that, that this year everything's going to be clear. I'm saying that 
right now it's starting off that we're able to see things a little bit different and the energy feels different. Right. Well, even though all the same crap is happening, and I my. And that's what's interesting. Yeah. All the same crap is all happening. All the same crap is happening. It's like, you know, so I spent the first three hours of the year in traffic with my car parked. <laughs> and then I spent... And then that would be like how you took that. You know what I mean? You know, like, did oh, you get irritated? And then, or... I, and then I lost my nice, you know, I lost my nice uh, cashmere Lacoste gloves, so I don't have those. And then this is all within the first, you know, couple hours of the year. And then... Um, all of my money that I deposited for some reason is being held for the past like almost week now. I deposited my money one week ago today, and I still don't have it for some reason. So I still I have no money. <laughs> um, actually, no money. Like it ju- is just pending. So I have money. It's just not in not existent in internet land. So yeah, you know. So all of these things are happening. Um, and, oh, and my car was a million kajillion dollars to get its um, service service. Uh, surprise, you know. So yes. surprise, surprise, and then I have a withdrawal that automatically came out of my account, which overdrafted me because my money's all held up because I have plenty of money. It's just non-existent and pending. <laughs> so it's like, but for some reason, I don't care that much. I don't know why. <laughs> but that's actually the difference. It's the that's the difference. It's like when we say like that's what we wanted to let go of the stress of because you can't do anything about that. Like right. you couldn't do anything about the traffic. No. except for the way you handled it. Right. You can't do anything about the money being held up in your bank except for the way that you handle it mm-hmm. and, you know, checking and doing what you can do. But you can't do anything with it. And so if it's going to piss you off. My car payment's about to automatically pull. Yes. And I have no money in the bank. <laughs> so that's good. But those are the things that we stress about and worry about and then we're, you know, fighting. Instead, it's like, okay, what can I do about it? Mm-hmm. Because if you stress or worry about it, it's not going to change it. The thing that helps change it is by being able to calmly figure out how you could do something or have more of a, okay, this is temporary, this is a moment, Mm -hmm. and what needs to happen in this moment so that I actually can feel more relaxed and do the things I need to get done. But that's what the perception difference is. It's like all those things are still the same. It's not like shit stopped happening. No, the same shit's happening. As a matter of fact, sometimes it's even more, you know, worse shit. It's just we're able to see it some way different. Right. And not have to stress so much about it. And that's what, you know, when we talk about the evolving is, you know, being able to understand it differently, being able to see things differently and not go from the old rules, you know, the old way that, like you said, why is it that we have to do this this way? Or why is it that we have to feel this? We're supposed to feel this about this or that that if this happened to us in the past, that, that means it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Like that everything goes from the past to now. So if we take our past things, and that's why part of our memories are missing. Like we don't oh, I cannot remember. remember shit. I have the worst time remembering things, and I'm never like that. I remember everything to like a fault. Yes, and now we can't. And it's yeah. interesting because I hear it all the time, and that's kind of a um, part of trying to get us to stop doing it the same way we did it before. Because there's a lot of things I don't even remember how I did them. Like right. I did them this way all the time, and now I don't know how I did them. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's bizarre. And then it's like, okay, so does that mean I need to figure out a different way to do them? Well, probably. Because I can't remember how I did them before. So that means right. you'd have to come up with something. And we want to come up with something that's smarter, not harder. Right. We tend to do the harder, not smarter. And that's what hopefully, hopefully this year is going to help us to do, you know, as we work more on ourselves. And, and it doesn't mean you're not working on yourself. It just means that 
you hopefully, as you're working on yourself, you see more progress in the, because a lot of times last year we were getting like very defeated with the work. Right. And, you know, it was, we would work against the work. You know, it's like, this don't work. It's, is the universe against me? You know, are they fight? It's like, no, they're, they're working with you to try to help you change. And all the things that we asked to change that we didn't even know we asked, like, I'm sick of this. I'm not putting up with this. I'm not doing this. It's like, okay, how do we do it better? How do we do it lighter? How do we actually be more caring and open and loving? And, you know, the answer is always love, but love is a weird, is a weird concept all by itself. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a weird. Does, does your, can you think yourself into your body working better? Yes. Yes. So why is my body hurt? <laughs> well, you know, in the in the idea that we're there's so much change going on because we are being pushed and pulled in our bodies, you know, it is painful as it would be like, you know, over exercising, right? It's there's a lot of even if we're not moving, we're moving. You know, energy moves. So even if it looks like you're sitting still, there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff happening inside your body that right. you don't even know that happens. On top of all the energy that you can't see that's going through and, you right. know, changing things and working. So, so there's a lot that you don't know. It's like, so why does this hurt so bad? And you see, like we were talking about before, you go to the doctors and they can't figure it out. Right. They're like, um, unless they could see it clearly on something, mm-hmm. then they can't tell you. Yeah. There's lots of things I feel like that are that have, in the past year that have changed in my body a lot. And it's, it's, uh. I mean, I talk about this every time, which is the hip thing. Um, but now my uh, teeth have decided to start moving, and they're starting to overlap in the front. And I, I don't know what's happening. I just never had braces, no problems, and now they're just starting to, like, one's pushing the other one. Why? Who knows? I have all of my teeth. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Who knows? In the, no, I didn't grow the... an extra one. I don't know what's going on. But that's what I mean. It's like those types of things, like weird things happening. It's like, so why is that happening? And it could be the the energy and the intensity. It could be from the stress that you were grinding your teeth or moving, you know, like doing yeah, something. It's like the whole right side of my body is rejecting. Well, you need to, it kind of needs to start to work it together. So the idea would be that hopefully this year it starts working together so that one side isn't trying to leave. <laughs> yeah, it is trying to leave. It really is trying to leave. Like, is the right side, is the right jaw starting to, like, shri- push? No, it would sh- if it was shrinking, it'd have more space. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening. Well, whatever's happening over there, they need to, you know, balance. And right now, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to, like, we use your body as a barometer. Yeah, oh, yeah, balance. my eyesight's gotten worse. <laughs> and now I'm negative 4.50 and 4.5. negative 4.25. Which I think is pretty bad. Oh, it's legally blind. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. then you need glasses on, or your contacts on, to see. And here. And here, yes, which is a weird thing. Yeah. But that being the case, it's like, okay, so your body is our barometer to know when, when we actually get more of a balance. Right. And the left side of my <laughs> face, the left side of my face is melting. <laughs> <laughs> Because the bottom, the bottom part of my mouth is like way different. It's thinner. Like the skin's thinner. I can feel my teeth through that side of my face. It's weird. Um, okay, you so, pay um, way too much attention. That's what being a makeup artist is. I look at faces all day. You yeah. just look at them and figure out how to make them better. <laughs> that is my job to make the shapes more symmetrical. Well, let's just say that um, the idea that 
you are paying so much attention to those things on your own body can be a little bit of a over-the-top OCD. <laughs> right, I can't help it. That's why I'm good at my job. Yes. But, I see everything in way too much detail. But that's part of where it's like, okay, it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where we're, you know, saying like, why is that a bad thing? Why is seeing things in detail a bad thing? No, but why are you making it like, okay, that one side of my face is doing something versus differently than the other side? Well, because as the years go on, I would like both sides of my face to age the same, and currently that is not <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> well, I think that... Yeah, the left, so this is weird, because everything's really good on the left side, like like the muscles are working really well. That side doesn't hurt. I have really good balance on the left side. Also, there's a gray hair on the left side. There's um, the tooth that's doing the weird thing is the one that's on the left side. The 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 worst eye is on the left side, and also the 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 um that like the the fold in my you know the face thing that is very asymmetrical on the left side. So all of the things I don't like about the face is happening there. But all the good things on the body are happening there, so don't know what that's about. Well, if you say, like, your, isn't your left side of your brain your right side? Mm-hmm. Right? So maybe that's why that's happening like that. Maybe. Could be. You know, because that's your head. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So the left, the left brain, yeah, that probably makes sense. So that's why the, that's why the left side of my face is... Is working with your right brain. Yeah, because the right side is still... Appearing to be the side that doesn't like me. The side that maybe you need to like more. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to have a little talk with. Because we've had this conversation and you didn't do it yet. I'm like, ask those parts what they're doing that for. Like, what's that for? What's it trying to show you? What's it trying to teach you? Do a little meditation. Have you done that yet? No. No. Because <laughs> I forget. Because the memory thing. I'm serious. Like, I forget. I forgot that we even talked about that, actually. Well, so that's a problem, too. It's not that I don't want to do the work. It's that I forget that that's what I'm supposed to do because I wouldn't do it if I remembered. That's why I write notes. Right. To tell you the truth, that's actually why I've always written notes. And ever since I had the traumatic brain injury, I mean, I wrote notes before that, but I always write notes. You know, always mm-hmm. did. Because if I don't write notes, then I always have so many things on my list that I would miss them. So writing notes is a way easier way to keep track of. So if I want to do a, if I want to do, a, what is that noise? Driveway, snow, plow, oh. stuff. If I want to do a um, meditation or if I want to work on, you know, writing a script for something, if I want to, you know, if I got bills to do, if I got to run and pick this up, if I don't write those down, I'd be sitting there going like, so what am I supposed to be doing? Right. What am I doing? Oh, I know I have something to do. I was doing that the other day. I was like, I didn't write it down. And I was like, I have, where's the note? Where did I, because I, te- I forgot to write it. Mm-hmm. And that's bad. Now when you're, now when you're down to, I forgot to write the note. And I'm looking all through my notebook going, I know I wrote this down. Where is it? Right. I'm like, oh shit. Maybe I didn't write it down. Oh, bad. Not good. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of different things. So you got to remember to write it down. The only thing you need to do is remember to write it down, because then you can just check it off and be like, okay, I did that. Checking things off feels good. Yeah, no, it does feel good. So if you're thinking about the the way that it's different right now and being able to realize that the worrying and the stress didn't help you, but you'll probably be able to get your things done regardless, because it's almost like, so what's our choice? You have the job, right? It's coming up. Right. You don't have the information yet. So you can't do anything without the information. Right. So that's what I mean. It's like, so I'm going to worry and stress that they didn't give me the information. You've asked them. They don't have it yet. 
it's not like you're like dropping the ball and not asking and not checking. The same with the you know money pending. You've mm-hmm. asked them. They said it was going to be there the next day. It didn't happen. You've asked them again. They're like, For oh. five days in a row, you <laughs> ask them, and they always say, oh, you should have it the next day. It's probably just the holiday. It's not just the holiday at this point. It's over a week now. Right. So now they need to, you know, so now you're going to have to call them and be like, okay, mm-hmm. what the heck? Because that was two days ago that you said it was the next day, or three days ago you said it was the next day, and it's way past the next day, and yeah. it's still saying that. But that's what I mean, like, those things that would, you know, like, because you have things pulling and you have, you know, the overdraft thing and, the you know, and, but it's the way that we handle it, too. And right. Well, the funny thing, too, is usually I'm good with money. Hmm? Like, I mean, I don't want to say I'm good with money, but meaning, meaning, like, usually I have the right amount of money to pay for the things that come up when it's time. So the fact that it's doing the whole, like, Pending not having the right money for my car payment that's about to pull is frustrating. But that's also I, part of the test, right? Right. Well, it's frustrating because I did everything that I was supposed to do to prepare myself for it to set up like that. You know, so that way I could be like, okay, cool. Like, I'll deposit these things um, before the holiday because I don't want it to not be there when it's time for my stuff to come out. Right. And then now it's still not there, but I did the right thing. So it's like, <laughs> well, what the heck? But see, that's doing the best you could. You have no control over, right? Right. So that's the part where, so we're going to get stressed and frustrated and we could go scream at the bank and do all that, but it's not going to help them do it any faster or figure right. it out. Yeah, the bank didn't do it. It's the computer that's messed up. However it did it, yeah. right? It's like, okay, so what needs to happen now? And now it needs to be figured out yet again. And I guess somebody else couldn't figure it out yet, so they may have to look further into it, whatever it is. But if you stress and worry about it, it's not going to help it do anything. Yeah, right, exactly. If it's you still... scream at the bank and be like, you told me it was going to be the next day, it's not going to make them help you any faster. No. As a matter of fact, it may not make them want to help you at all. Yeah. They will understand it because they're just as frustrated because right. they don't know why it's doing that. Yeah. And it's another thing they have to figure out and worry about. But the idea would be, okay, how do we figure this out? How do we fix this? What is it? And I have these things pulling. What do I do? You know, like it's trying to set it up so it's, going to work more smoothly and that we work together like you know like working together you know that we work together so that being the that being the case you know that's very important it's like what's the way that we handle it and what we do with it that's the part that's important so what are you doing with it um nothing i will do nothing nothing well, i'm not i'm gonna do um I don't really have many emotions about it. I just will call the bank and then tell them that it's not doing what it's supposed to do, and then we'll see what happens. And what could you be doing? Like, what could your feelings be about it? Because you could have a lot of emotions. You've got oh. a thing pulling. You already had something pulled that overdrafted you. They took care of that because they know that you're, well, you have I money. Well, I called them, and I was like, hey, people, um, you didn't clear my stuff yet, and don't charge me for overdrafting because it's not my fault, so mm-hmm. don't do it. And they credited me back my thing, so I'm going to have to do that again. And when you when you sat in traffic and you know there, what was your choices of things you could do? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you, there was no choice. So you could have patience and figure out how to enjoy the mm-hmm. three hours that you were in there. Right. <coughs> or I, you know what I did? Looked at um, talking husky videos. <laughs> <laughs> Me and James watched talking husky videos. Well, see, that was something that yeah. is enjoyable. So, you, you know, you might have been doing something different, but mm-hmm. you were, you know, sitting there watching Talking Husky videos. 
I mean, there's a lot of fun in laughter in Talking Husky videos, and we want to do more things that are laughter and patience and, you know, Mm -hmm. because the option there was to get frustrated, we can't go anywhere, or then you just come to the, okay, we can't go anywhere, and thank God you didn't have anywhere you had to be. Oh, yeah, like if I was late for a job or something. You know, the difference is, thank God you didn't have anywhere to be. Well, that's why, that's why I wasn't stressed, is because there was no one that I was letting down by being stuck. Which right. is which is why traffic is stressful in the first place is because there's someone on the other end of that who is waiting. like stressed stressed out and waiting. Right. And waiting. Yeah. But most people understand traffic these days way more and it's not something that we're trying to do, it's something that we're trying to undo. Like mean like, okay, how do I get there? And that's why I said like you could only do your best mm-hmm. at any given moment. And I actually saw that quote actually this morning. Um and I was laughing because I was thinking about it. I was like, well, you know, however I feel today, whatever my best is, it's just going to have to be. Like, that's what it is. Right. And I'm always fine with just trying to do my best. And if my best is doing less, then that's my best. If my best is doing more today, then that's my best. But whatever it is, it's always different. Right. But how do you know? I'm just saying this for myself. Is your Sometimes your best is actually not pushing yourself. Right, that would be... Yeah, because if you're pushing yourself to do all the things you know you can get done does not mean the things... That doesn't mean that that it's the best for you. Right. So if doing your best and you're stressing yourself, that's not best for you. Right. So in doing your best, like, I'm so stressed, I can't do this or I'm going to... Then that's not your best. That's your your program telling you that you're not doing your best. Right, yeah, because for me the other day... I was trying to get my script read, and I was also trying to get a couple other online things updated, and I was trying to get this bank thing figured out, and bank thing didn't happen, script thing didn't happen, online thing didn't happen, because there was all these, like, snags, so what did I do? I went to yoga, and then what did I do after yoga? Went to the gym. (laughs) But those were the best you could do. Because, yeah, everything else was closed. I couldn't do anything else. And those are things that you also had on your list that you've been wanting to do. Right. So if that was what your best was, why would that be a bad thing? Right. And then you get, you you know, and then you're just like, oh, well, I didn't do these things I was supposed to do. So, like, I feel like my day was a waste because I did things I wanted to do. Like, I wanted to go to yoga. I wanted to But that's the But that's the rejuvenation. That's the part that we live for. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like. It's not that we shouldn't be living so that we enjoy work, and we should, but a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that if you're taking the time to take care of yourself, that gives you rejuvenation so that you can go do the things. Right. It's, yeah, it's, so you don't want to shake all the people that you have to be around. <laughs> without a doubt, because yeah. who gets it? The people that we care about. Right. We don't do it to, you know, we'll do it to strangers, but not to the degree that we do it to the people that we care about. Right. Because we're so freaking miserable. I think that the rejuvenation part is the doing, you know, the best thing Mm -hmm. and taking care of yourself is actually really important because otherwise you can't actually do your best. Right. You know, and that's where doing your best, if it means laying in bed that day or it means going to the gym or that's doing your best Mm -hmm. or what you need to do so that you could be productive. You know, so you feel good. The hardest part of the gym is just getting there. Yes. That's the thing. So if you just don't think about it, you just drive there and get out. Then you did the hard part. Yeah, because the idea of thinking about it, that's the part that's, that screws yeah. you up all the time. Yeah, yeah. Just you just have to just get out of your 
Yeah. But that's actually true with pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the we have a whole thought process that stops us from doing the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're going to, like, jump out of a plane, it's like the whole, like, you're in the plane, you're thinking about it, maybe I shouldn't do this. Once you're out, you can't go back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Once you take your little body out the door, it's not like you go, well, shit, I decided I don't want to do this now. I already right. did it. But the idea that we think ourselves out of things, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to take long to get to the gym. It's going to, it's, we do it with everything. Yeah. And we make up the stories about why. Yeah. Or why we shouldn't be doing that or why that's going to take too long or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, and, you, and that's where the, the idea of where people get into routines and they just go and do it mm-hmm. is helpful for some people, you know, where they're just like, and I go to the gym, I, I do the gym, I go to work, I go to the gym, or I do um, the gym first and then I go to work because... Mm-hmm. That's the thing that makes them feel better. So it's like getting into the routine of doing it and not thinking about it. Right. Because people have more success with making the routine of, you know, where you put your exercise in because you enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. But it has to be something, an exercise you enjoy. Right. Because you can't be, like, people go to the gym and they hate the gym. It's way harder to do that. Well, you're doing it wrong. You shouldn't hate the gym. Right. Then you shouldn't hate anything that you're doing. There's, and there's enough things that we feel like we have to do that we don't like. So... Why add that to the mix? Yeah, that's true. You know, there's a lot of other things you could do. All right, so I always forget this, you know, and we're at the, we're at the, um, getting to the end of our podcast, and right. hopefully, as we were saying this, this year is going to be a little bit different, and the energy is going to be a little bit more, um, calmer, um, it's still going to have intensity, it's not, you know, we still have no middle, I mean, like, it's still extreme, right. but hopefully we can see it a little bit different and have a little bit more perfection, um, perception that's different and let go of some of the old things because they're beating them out of us anyway so right um it would be nice if we could kind of help now and not fight so hard about keeping the things that we think are the rules that we should follow and we're not trying to do bad things it's trying to make it better you know it's trying to make it easier trying to be a little bit lighter and nicer to ourselves I know that's a hard concept because that one we don't actually give ourselves a break on we give other people breaks on that but we don't give ourselves on it so everybody, let's start off the year with, you know, some nice meditations, some things like get yourself a hypnotherapy CD, work on making it so that, that you're taking care of yourself. Your perception is, like I said on the last one, you know, if you're making up a story, make up two other ones because they're made up. If we think it's this thing because our emotion tells us it's this thing, meaning our feeling, that doesn't mean it's our intuition. Our intuition is different. That's more of a knowing. It's a feeling, and that usually comes from somebody does something, and we go, oh, that means this. We have no idea what it means. Right. Unless the person tells us that's what it means. Right. So we need to stop making up the stories. We should never be left alone with our own selves in our head. Stop, talk out loud. Like, if you're going to tell yourself a story, say it out loud. Because when you even hear it out loud, you go, well, what the hell? Oh, that's crazy. Why the hell am I? <laughs> but. We want to start off the year, you know, and setting up your intentions and setting up those things like, what would I like to accomplish this year? Make your goal board. Yeah, make your goal board, you know, and and we may change it from your dream board to your goal board because it's not, it's the idea that we're trying to create something. It's the intentions that we're setting and it's the reminder. So to me, a dream board is our goal board and what we're actually working on and intending to create this year and for, you know, years to come. Right. So... We're going to be working on stuff like that and working on the way that the way that we're seeing things and what other ways. Can oh, my God. Wait, them. if you put 
Um, you're like if you thought golden dreams were this were like not similar, think about it like this. What if you put paying your bills in your dream board? <laughs> <laughs> like people would be like, Oh wait, I guess I really do have to have the dreams doing the thing. If I put those on my dream board and I didn't do it, then that wouldn't work. So <laughs> Yes, there you go. That would be helpful. If you put your <laughs> Well, some people it is a dream. <laughs> so that's where that problem comes in in the manifesting, you know, right. and that we think that, you know, like, and hopefully we're going to get more into the abundance this year, you know, where we actually feel like we can create more abundance and that we're not stuck there because money is such a, a an issue, you know. It's cotton. Money is cotton. Money is cotton. You have to remember that. And we need more cotton is the problem, you know, and that's a hard thing because it's like, how do you get more cotton instead of being like, you do what you, you love doing. And then more comes. Did you ever notice that Benjamin Franklin looks very disappointed <laughs> I didn't on that bill? He looks like he's judging you. <laughs> he's on that bill. Like, mm. Well, we will have to look at the bill next time because look I have no face. idea. What is his face saying? I don't really know. Silly. I've never really looked at it. Mm -hmm. Come to think of it. No, nope, <gasps> not actually looked at it. Oh. But in that, in that um, note, that's, you know, being aware of what is he trying to say? Hmm. Mm hmm. Was he just trying to be regal when he took that? That disapproving Benjamin. <laughs> Everyone collect your disapproving Benjamins. Or was he trying to or was he trying to say you're doing something wrong? Or what's wrong with you people putting investing so much into this fucking cotton that my picture's on now? Mm -hmm. Or he didn't know that was gonna be the picture that was on that cotton. <laughs> well, no. But that's what I mean. See? I just made up three different stories on what how that picture happened. Mm -hmm. And that's actually the point. It's like, we don't have any idea. We're just making it up. So if we're going to make up shit, let's make it positive. You know, True. let's make up something better. And the thing that I always forget is to tell you guys to subscribe, you know, um, subscribe and to, you know, like email us, you know, about things that you'd like to talk about and to um, share with other people. You know, the more people that can find us and that, that we can share the easier it is because I know there's a lot of people out there that, that need to understand this and, and have help with it because I talk to so many people and it's very, this is very hard. The work that we do is very hard to understand a lot because this illusion is so big. It is so big. Like it's, it's very hard to, you know, when something's proving itself in your face all day, it's very hard to be like, that's not true. Right. What's the, what's the page that everyone can post comments on Facebook? I think, no, I think, they go to the, the SoundCloud you can post comments on. And I think um, you could just email us, right. you know, like just I email would, us at mylana like at gmail. I would like to know what are the things that people didn't realize dreams and goals were synonymous with, like a funny like a funny thing where people would be like, oh, my, uh, my fitness dream is this, as opposed to my fitness goal, because they feel different they, for some reason, but why? Right. You know, so what? what well, that would be saying? that would be um, emailing us at mylana yeah. at gmail. Yeah, I'm curious. I would like to know what people's things are when you change that word around. How does it feel different? That's a good one. You know, because we need to. You know, it's like the way that we think about a word. You know, and the way that we think the about feelings, a dream and what those things mean right, to us. The feeling attached to those words make that sentence. And also makes the manifestation different. Right. Yes, it does. So you know, because if it's a goal, that means it's attainable. Mm -hmm. You know, like the idea that we're setting a goal, we feel like we can attain it. If we're having a dream, a lot of times people think it's not. That's right. my dream. Yeah, your like dream car, your goal car. 
or like the pipe dream, <laughs> you know, like something that's going to happen. Wait, what's a pipe dream? That's the idea of it's a pipe dream. It's a way, it's like way far off, probably, you know, like that's crazy. You know, it's like one of those crazy dreams, oh. you know, it's like, I'm going to own an island. That's like a pipe dream. Are oh, you, you know, like, that. you know, like those are like the, that's crazy. What do you, mm-hmm. what are you thinking? So yeah, email us and let us know. Subscribe to us on iTunes, which is, I was like, I always forget what the name of our podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> See, we forget things all the time. It's okay. It's uh, this is only your life, which I think you'd have to know to, to actually be on it. But um, subscribe to it on iTunes. I think it's on. I know it's on SoundCloud too. Um, and I know we have a Facebook page, so you can reach us all kinds of ways. But let us know. What yeah, because we've only been doing this for like a year, so we think that we have a Facebook. And we think. We think that, <laughs> you know. We think. Um, we think so we are. <laughs> well, guys, you all have a, a wonderful beginning of the year. Start setting up your, your goal dream boards, <laughs> your dream goal boards, and take care of yourselves. And let us know what you feel about the energy. Let us know, you know, what the, the different feelings that you feel about it. It's not that it's going to, like, things didn't change. It's not all the stuff went easy all of a sudden. It's just there's a little bit different energy. Let's hope that we can build on that energy and do something better. And that that'll be easier to understand how this works. You know, the work that we do and the stuff that we're doing and working on ourselves with. All right, Hal, what's our, what's our... Toodles. <laughs> what's our ending? Toodles. We'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Bye.